Hello, my name is Stella Melhoff, and you're listening to In the Know, a podcast by the Minnesota Daily. Our aim is to explore a new aspect of the University of Minnesota's students and communities with each episode. This week, we're featuring the Minnesota Landscape Arboretum. According to the Minnesota Landscape Arboretum's website, the Arboretum was founded on 160 acres of land given to the University of Minnesota in 1958. Today, the Arboretum has expanded to 1,200 acres, with almost 390,000 visitors each year. The Arboretum's mission, as stated on their mission and history page, is to welcome, inform, and inspire all through outstanding displays, protected natural areas, horticultural research, and education. On June 10, 2022, Director of the Arboretum, Peter Moe, announced his plans to retire later this year after a six-year tenure. Moe and the Arboretum hope to find his replacement soon, marking a point of transition for the Arboretum. For his MN Daily interview, Moe asks to sit on a shady bench within the gardens. He crosses his fingers while we talk, doesn't make much eye contact, and smiles often. A bug crawls on his shoulder, but he doesn't seem to mind. Moe joined the Arboretum staff as a student gardener in 1973. I was out here in the summer and uh, and saw a crew working and asked if there were any openings and there happened to be somebody hit was that was their last day and I started the next day so and I've, I've been here ever since. Some of Moe's responsibilities included driving tractors, dividing peonies, spreading wood chips and chopping elm trees. If you're a part-time seasonal worker you're just kind of a you know you're, you're not the most important person I didn't expect to be but but all of a sudden I came out here and just the way everybody treated everyone else I thought was just better than any place where I had worked previously. Moe's connection with the Arboretum goes beyond his career. He met his wife while working with the Azalea Collection. And we met there, and we were colleagues for quite a while, but then um, at some point we started dating and ended up getting married. We bought a house just a mile and a half from the Arboretum. I rode my bike here this morning. And it's no wonder Moe wanted to stay close by. The Arboretum is covered in natural wonders. According to the Arboretum website, it boasts over 5,000 species of plants in its many gardens. Mo has a hard time picking out his favorite spot. I absolutely love the blooming northern lights azaleas, but, but I also, when my family comes out here, whatever is really at its peak at that time, if in, in May, on Mother's Day, we'll go to the crab apples and the lilacs. Uh, Memorial Day, we'll go to the, see the azaleas, and in June, we'll see the peonies and um, roses, and so I like them all. The Arboretum also serves as a center for horticultural research. In 2013, the Arboretum launched the Plant Conservation Program. According to an email provided by the Arboretum's media team, the program aims to promote the conservation of rare and native plants of Minnesota. The program executes this goal by maintaining a long-term seed bank dedicated to species preservation, researching reintroduction strategies, and rescuing endangered plant species. Dr. David Remacall, curator of endangered plants, describes some of the species he's working with. Minnesota has a lot of really cool plants. We've got native cacti, we've got native orchids, we've got native carnivorous plants, all three of which are really interesting, um, and all three of which most people in Minnesota don't realize we have. Remacall explains why being able to display the plants at the Arboretum is beneficial. It's more about showing people These are some really cool plants in Minnesota, Uh, trying to convince them that they should care about them. And as an extension, just to care about rare plants in general. Remacall adds. It's something that plant conservation folks have had to fight for a while, is to 
fight for this sort of emotional, mental space in people's hearts and minds. When asked why conservation is important, Remacol offers his perspective. If you're losing a species, you're losing a bit of history. You're losing a bit of both local history and global history. There are species that have been going extinct for millions of years, millions of years before people came around, but it seems, seems like it's been shown that that extinction rate is really accelerated with people around. So we're causing things to go extinct that normally wouldn't go extinct. And so we are losing, we're sort of causing some history to disappear. And for Minnesotans specifically, we're potentially causing pieces of Minnesota to disappear. As we leave the greenhouse, Remacol okay. pauses, so, yeah, trying to decide what plant to tell about lab. next. Um, he gestures to a few small pots and then hesitates. No, that's fine. <laughs> There's a story behind that. I mean, all of our plants have a story, but at some point we've got to kind of... Like, I understand. <laughs> move on. Um, Mo echoes this sentiment. We're a, a, like a living book here of, of seeing everywhere you look, you can see plants. We really want to show people the the potential. <clears throat> a lot of times people, especially if they move here from a southern state, they just think, oh, I can't grow anything in Minnesota. And we show that's not true. The Arboretum is busy the day of our conversation. People of all ages have come to see the changing fall leaves and wander the gardens. Two visitors, Christian Cherkasky and Sophie Shears, describe their experience at the Arboretum. Uh, I just moved here literally like three days ago from okay. California, but she is. Right. Yeah, I yeah. grew up here. Cool. What brought you here? Uh, her. That's yeah. my girlfriend. We're moving in together. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Why did you guys decide to come to the Arboretum today? You have a good answer. It's my favorite place in Minnesota, probably. Um, and it's the place I would have taken her on our first date. Yeah. And I feel like we were... We wanted to plan coming here like in autumn when the leaves would be changing. So that might be the tradition from now on. <laughs> Vibrant roses surround the couple as we speak. And I feel like we came at exactly the right time because everything is still blooming, but the trees are starting to change. So it's like the best of both worlds. <laughs> as the Arboretum and its visitors are looking forward, Remacol expresses his hopes for the Arboretum search for a new director. Hopefully we're going to have somebody good. Um, and there are certainly people who exist already that I think would be very good directors uh, as the next director. But not all directors that come in have a history with the garden they're working with. At the end of our interview, as I prepare to leave the Horticultural Research Center, Remacol makes a comment on Mo's retirement. So much the institutional knowledge of this yeah. place. It's uh, losing him is going to be in a lot of ways losing a big sort of a big heart of the arboretum just because he's he's known so much of what's gone on here been involved with so much that uh, he will be greatly missed yep. don't forget your helmet oh thank you Stella yeah you're welcome to look around as much as you want yeah we'll do the arboretum grounds are open to visitors from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. According to their website, tickets are free for University of Minnesota students and can be reserved by calling their ticketing number, 612-301-6775, or by going online at arb.umn.edu slash tickets. Thank you for listening. We're glad you're tuning in this fall. Don't forget to like and rate In the Know wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Stella Melhoff, and this is In the Know.